So, D, what you think we're talking about today? Man, I don't know. But these Cheetos, they're real good right now. Oh, my gosh. Come on, girl. Like, I share with you the scripts, pre-made and everything, so you have no idea what we're talking about? Look, brother, we just gonna go off the dome today. You dig? <laughs> That's it. You are now tuned in to Saved and Woke. Yes, I am. It's your boy, Mr. Save and Woke, also known as Juan Enrique Tuse. And this is your girl, D Double E on the MIC, best known as DeAndre J. And this is the Save and Woke podcast where Christ and consciousness go hand in hand. Yeah, they do. <laughs> They're not mutually exclusive. So today we're here to talk about Martin Luther King Jr.'s big mistake. And not just his mistake or his error, but an error that I see a number of religious and civil rights leaders making over and over and over again, seemingly with no real end in sight. But Malcolm X was a Muslim. <laughs> yes, yes, D. Yes, he was. Uh, but I guess that's on me. Uh, let me be more specific. I'm talking mm -hmm. about civil rights leaders who are, are or were also leaders in the church, Christian leaders. So like MLK, Reverend Al Sharpton, Reverend Jesse Jackson. Oh, okay. I got you now. Now that makes more sense. All right. Carry mm -hmm. on. So yeah, and the problem that I have with these individuals is that Jesus was or just is sort of kind of just a footnote in their messages of justice and social activism. And it's really not even a problem I have with them. It's a problem that I have with their message because I believe that we as believers, as woke as we may be, as enlightened as we may become to many of the social ills plaguing our society, we must keep Jesus at the center and especially not just Jesus, but the message of Jesus because Jesus didn't come talking about himself. A lot of people say, you know, we got to keep Jesus at the center, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And yes, Jesus did come. He did a mighty work, a finished work on the cross for all of our sins. And we praise him for it. We thank for him for it. But Jesus's message was not himself. Jesus's message was the message of the kingdom. So yes, as much as woke as we're gonna be, that's what our message should be. What you think about that, D? You know what? Woke sisters such as myself has never considered all that before, especially in our civil rights leaders. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm glad you think so. Um, and it actually seems like civil rights leaders who are also leaders in the church would 
definitely talk about the kingdom of God, because especially considering Jesus's definition of the kingdom. He said, he said that the kingdom of God is righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. And when you really think about what people are rioting about, what people get upset about, what people are lobbying for, I mean, isn't that what we all want is righteousness, joy, and peace. And if Jesus came to bring that, he said, if you see me cast out demons and heal the sick, then that means the kingdom of God has come upon you. And if that kingdom is righteousness, joy, and peace, wouldn't we want to talk about that? It seems kind of weird that we don't. Hmm. Also interesting. <laughs> Indeed. And... I mean, really, I can get why leaders might want to stray away from mentioning Jesus. I mean, even myself, like, I don't want to put off the impression that I'm just talking about Christ uh, in every scenario when I'm also talking about social justice. And I'm thinking of particularly... Um, in, you know, those progressive spaces that are kind of pretty much closed off to hearing anything about the gospel. Um, but I, I mean, if I had to guess why these leaders shy away from mentioning Christ and mentioning the gospel, I, I mean, I really feel like it's just to get as many people as possible um, to come to their movements because that's really what they were about. Like, MLK, he was the leader of a movement. A movement of millions of of hearts and minds and souls around what he was saying, and I just feel like he didn't want to, um, I guess, scare anybody away by talking about Jesus. Yeah, in the natural, that seems logical, but what does it mean in the spiritual? Exactly, great question. Um, and like you said, it is, it's logical, it's reasonable, and it's relatable because like I said, that's something that you and I, we all go through it. Um, but is it excusable? And I don't think it is. Um, I think once we decide that we're going to, you know, push the word to the side and just rely on, you know, some feel-good statements, then we're no longer relying on the spirit. Then we're no longer inspired. And and led by the spirit. And if we're no longer being led by the spirit of God, there's only one other spirit that we can be being led by. <laughs> the flesh. Dun, dun, dun. Spirit of the flesh or the spirit of this world, which is a sp not in line with the kingdom of God at all. And so some of you might be wondering, well, I mean, Juan, <sighs> Mr. Saved and Woke, what's the big deal? I mean, like, if regardless of whatever spirit you say is leading somebody, if they're doing something good, isn't that what we want? And I get you. However, the spirit behind something is all important because Christ said that a house divided cannot stand against itself and if 
the spirit uh, or the kingdom of darkness is casting out the kingdom of darkness, then they've, then they've already been defeated because a house divided cannot stand. So all that is to say that if you are being led, motivated by a spirit of fear of sharing the gospel or a fear of talking about Jesus or a spirit of the world that's trying to appeal to as many people as possible and get as many friends and likes and followers for your movement, that spirit is not in line with the kingdom of God. And so it is therefore in line with the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of the enemy. So the kingdom of the enemy is not going to do anything to cast out itself. Nah. <laughs> it ain't. Yeah. It just ain't. So, yeah, that's why we must make sure that we keep the gospel and the word at the forefront of all that we do um, in our activism. And really not just in our activism, but really in everything that we do. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be led by the spirit throughout our entire lives when, from as soon as we open our eyes till we close them again. Now, does it mean that we shove it down people's throats? Are we pushy in, you know, that effect? No, but yeah. Cause the Holy spirit, again, the Holy spirit would not lead you to be pushy because the Holy spirit is not pushing himself. Right. So we must do all things, quote unquote, all things with love. Yes, with love and not just love. Because again, people, I think, misuse that as well. But again, who's love? The love of Christ. And to learn what the love of Christ would motivate you to do, you must be familiar with the, the word. word. Exactly. So everything points back to Christ, the scriptures, his Holy Spirit, and God our Father. Because, you know, they're all one. True that. I yeah, mean, it gets no more practical than it. Yeah, I really have. I don't know what else I can say about this. We just got to keep Jesus at the forefront of everything, which is why we must. Why we must keep praying like we're going to do. But right now, I'm actually going to go into a new segment of the show. Um, I've invited you all to ask me questions and some of y'all have and so um we have Hiro who actually said this it wasn't really a question it was more of a statement and it reads I offer this as evidence that you can be woke without being saved but you can't be saved without being woke Jesus was the world's biggest revolutionary if you are a true believer in Yahweh then you will not allow yourself to live in fear you will stand up for what is right at all times, just like Jesus did. So, Juan, what do you have to say to that? So, yeah, this was in response to something that I said in the introduction that I believe that you can be saved without be, being woke, but you cannot be woke without being saved. And so he kind of, he disagrees with that. He thinks you can be woke without being saved, but you cannot be saved without first being woke. Um, and so the evidence that he gives is an excerpt from a book that I'm unfamiliar with and he did not tell me the name of, but I'm just going to read what it says and then offer uh, my thoughts. So it says, Walter Wink, 
A Christian theologian gave a compelling but too little known account of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount that provides an understanding of those ele these elements of Christian ethics in line with nonviolent resistance and similar to the ideals and practices of Martin Luther King Jr. and the American Civil Rights Movement. If we understand the real-life meaning of the claims in the Sermon on the Mount in historical and cultural context, these questions can be resolved. Then, as today, striking someone with the back of your hand express contempt and superiority. If you think about the physical act of turning your left cheek to someone who has struck you on the right, you can see that if the Jews listening to Jesus did so when they were struck by a Roman, the Roman would be forced to either use his left hand, which was considered improper, or hit with a fist or open hand. Far from being submissive, turning the other cheek forces the Roman to attack the Jew as an equal instead of using the backhand and makes a strong political claim of equality and worth without resorting to violence or retaliation. Jesus also advised to give the shirt off your back in a time when being naked in public was shameful. Debt holders were illegally allowed to demand cloaks from those unable to pay. By advising Jews to give their shirts as well, Wink claimed, Jesus showed how the Jews could demonstrate that they had been insulted and oppressed by purposefully debasing themselves. In the same way, people in occupied territories could be forced by Romans to carry their packs for a mile, but only a mile. By quote, walking an extra mile, unquote, as Jesus advised, Jews could take control of the situation and through overcompliance implicate the soldier in breaking the law. In this understanding, Jesus didn't teach passivity at all, but passive resistance. What has been interpreted as a moral teaching of weakness was really a political teaching about insisting on equality and standing against justice. So, yeah, that was a really great excerpt. And Hiro, if you are listening to this, please let me know what the name of that book is. Um, however, to address your claim that um, you can't be woke without being saved, and, but saved without being woke. Um, one, I still disagree. And although there was definitely a lot of saved and wokeness in this excerpt, I don't believe that I don't see how this excerpt um, supports your point. Uh, either and I mean the simple reason why I think you can be saved without being socially conscious or, or woke is because in order to be saved all you have to do is believe that Jesus lived a perfect life and died the death that you should have died and rose three days with all power um, for you um, and you don't necessarily have to be socially conscious to do that so you can do that and then become socially conscious. So you can be saved and then also be then be saved and woke. Um, and I don't believe you can just be woke um, because to be conscious and aware of truths, to me anyway, you must first be or you must first acknowledge the most basic truth. And, and that's that God is and that Jesus is his son and that Jesus is Lord. Um, so yeah, that's all there is to it. You can be saved and eventually grow into being saved and woke. And Hiro, it really sounds like from this post or from this message that you are saved and woke. So, I mean, this, uh, 
I guess little points of a minor disagreement is just really mainly just, you know, kind of splitting hairs into what saved and woke looks like or how one comes to be saved and woke. Um, but I appreciate this post, man. He also gave me another book to check out too. And I really appreciate that. And another thing I appreciate about Hiro is how he came with this question. It was really civil. First, he, he just asked me first if I was even open to accepting questions. And I was like, yeah, man, of course. So Hiro, we appreciate you. Keep listening. Uh, keep posting questions. Yeah. Kudos to you, man. Yeah. All respect from us. Yeah, man. So I'm going to go ahead and pray us out. Lord God, thank you so much for inspiring us to bring forth this content. Thank you for um, allowing us to bring forth this message, this, this reminder, this admonition to keep you at the center of not just our messages for social justice, but about everything we do. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, for, for the conviction. And we just, we bind condemnation that will, that will try to make us feel bad and try and say we're not good Christians for having made this mistake. We just, we bind that right now and we just release the spirit of, of reconciliation, of repentance. And we just thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for how you're going to lead us, continue to lead us in, into all truth. Um, so we just thank you for the moves of God, for the, for the new knowledge, the new, the new revelation that you're going to bring forth um, as we truly internalize and accept, um, accept this message and as we walk forth proclaiming the same gospel that Jesus proclaimed, the gospel of the kingdom, the gospel of that kingdom, which is righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. And thank you, Lord, for not letting our words fall on deaf ears, but that people really take it in and soak it in for what it is. And Father God, thank you for not letting our words get misconstrued and twisted and uh, fed as lies to to the people, um, because we know that the enemy is the father of lies. And so we cancel him in the name of Jesus as we, you know, just continue to spread forth um, the word. Um, the truth of the word um, and we're just so thankful that you chose the both of us to be a part of something major um, such as a podcast um, for your people in Jesus name amen. amen and that's it for the show man we just would like to thank our producers dope cuz we said and of course you our listeners we like we said we want to hear from you all so please First, if you like what you heard, we want to hear from y'all with that five-star review. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Hit us up with that five-star uh -huh. rating, y'all. Yeah, and if you definitely, if you have questions for either of us, you can hit us up most quickly on our social medias. Um, social medias. Mainly uh, Instagram and Twitter at Mr. Underscore Saved and Woke. And at Afro Soul underscore D. So until next time. Keep, Keep the faith, faith and, and stay, stay woke. woke.